When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Passive Income Group 360, the podcast for new and upcoming entrepreneurs who are ready to stop living from paycheck to paycheck and finally achieve real financial freedom. This is your host, Lisa Michelle. I've been a solo attorney for 20 years, but in 2019, I began my search for the best sources of passive income. Now, each and every Friday, I share with you everything I've learned along the way. No fake gurus, no flashy Lambos, just real information that you can use today. So what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Passive Income Group 360, the podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Michelle. If you're new here, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. I appreciate you listening. Today, I want to talk about the top 10 mistakes Etsy sellers tend to make. Now, if you want to hear how to get more traffic, how to get more sales to your Etsy shop. I have a post on the website and I will link that in the show notes. But these are the top 10 mistakes, things that you don't want to do if you have a new or even an existing Etsy shop. The first thing, and these are not in any particular order um, or relevance, okay? But the first one is to leave the tags blank. Etsy gives you room for 13 descriptive tags that will help shoppers and the Etsy algorithm point the right people toward your shop. So if you put tags in there that properly describe your product, that maybe give an indication on who would purchase the product or what it can be used for, you have a good chance of, you know, coming up in the search results when someone puts in those descriptive terms. So that in conjunction with your product title are extremely important Uh, in driving the right people to your product. If you leave the tags blank and you just have your title, then you're completely relying on that title to draw people to your shop. But what you can do is give yourself a better chance of being found maybe closer to the first page of Etsy search, which is what you want, by reinforcing, you know, the terms or keywords that you have in your title. So you want to do that by using tags. You also want to use the tags to put in synonyms or other you know, ways of saying the things that you have in your title. Okay, so that just kind of uh, allows Etsy to throw a wider net to make sure that anyone who may be interested in your product will find you regardless of the terms they use in the search. So you definitely want to make sure that you take advantage of the 13 tags and you know, just try to be descriptive. And you don't want to repeat the same words. So just make sure that you are as broad as possible and that you, you know, just think of different ways of saying the same thing. And just in case someone will type in, you know, the search, for example, if I'm selling products related to uh, the Christmas season, some people may search by Christmas. Some people may put in holiday. Some people may put in Xmas. So you want to make sure that you, you know, cover 
every every all your bases, okay? The second thing is giving products whimsical names that really don't um, kind of include the keywords that a typical person would put in the search bar. So if you are selling, uh, let's stick with the Christmas or holiday example. If I'm selling holiday or Christmas decor, I probably wouldn't want to name my items something like, um, I don't know, happy time ornaments or happy time uh, snow products or something totally in left field. If you're selling a Santa figurine for uh, a mantle, you want to make sure you put Santa figurine in there. You can even put mantle in the tags so that if someone's looking for a Santa figurine, that's what they'll find. You wouldn't want to put in, in the title, uh, little man in red and white suit because people are not going to search for that. They're going to search for Santa or Santa Claus or St. Nick or something like that. So, you know, you don't want to give your products whimsical names. You want to actually use real phrases that people, real people will put in the search bar. So put yourself in the shopper's position and think how, you know, what would I put in the search bar if I were looking for this little Santa figurine? And then those are the keywords you want to try to use for your title and tags. All right. So the third mistake is that some people use really bad photos or just not enough photos. So you want to give people an idea of what the product will look like once they get it. So you want them to picture your product being clean, um, being, you know, brand new, you know, being the right size, the right dimension. And so you want to make sure that you put pictures up that'll allow them to see the right size or to see it clearly. If you have a t-shirt design with text on it, make sure that the thumbnail or that some of the images uh, allow them to actually read the text on the shirt. I can tell you how many times I've seen listings with uh, for t-shirts or mugs or things like that, but the pictures aren't zoomed in so that I can even read the text that's on the item. So make sure that you let people see exactly what they're getting when they purchase it and make sure the pictures are clear. You don't want to put blurry pictures in your listing or dark pictures you know, that just doesn't look professional. So you, you can use your cell phone, but make sure you have adequate light and make sure it's not blurry and that it's a good representation of your product. If you're able to use a mock-up, something like Placeit will allow you to put your design on product mock-ups and it'll look very professional and they can really see how it will look once they get it uh, at home. So consider using mock-ups and they give you space for 10 photos. So if 10 is too many, just, you know, just do as many as you can just from every angle. And maybe, you know, if you're selling a mug, do a mock-up showing your mug, you know, in someone's hand or on someone's desk. So they can kind of picture how it will look once they, once they own it, it'll make them want to own it, you know, when they see it in different um, pictures. Okay. Okay. Number four is using titles without thinking about SEO. So we talked about how important tags are and how you want to use real keyword phrases. And the same goes with the title. Now, if you're selling the Santa figurines, even though someone may actually type in Santa figurines, you'll want to go to Etsy search and just start typing in Santa figurine and see what comes up. 
because the terms that auto-populate in the search bar are terms that people are actually putting into Etsy. So if you start typing in Santa figurine and you'll see that Santa figurine for mantles or Santa figurines for kids pops up, you may want to use that whole phrase in your title because it's less general than Santa figurines. And if the figurine really is for children, then you, you'll definitely attract the right people to your product because that's exactly what you're selling. So you don't want to just put any title in your, any keyword in your title. You want to do a little bit of keyword research and, um, you know, use phrases that will allow you to kind of cater to a more niche or more specific audience. So rather than naming that Santa figurine, you know, Christmas decoration, which is a, a huge, you, you get a lot of results with that. That's a very general phrase. So if you title your figurine Santa decorations, if someone types in Santa decorations, I'm sure 100,000 results will come up at least. So if you can put in something that'll help you niche down and reach a more specific audience and something that'll bring in less search results so you can kind of stand out, you want to do that. So do your keyword research and, you know, the phrases that you're putting in the title, just put those keywords in Etsy search first and see how many results you get. And you'll know by the number of results, okay, I need to be a little bit more specific because I'll get buried under all these search results, okay? So think about SEO when you're thinking of your title. And number five is not listing enough products. That's another mistake that some people make. Now, do you have to have a lot of products in order to make sales? No, you don't. But the more products you have out there, the better the chance of you making a sale. That's really just, really just how it goes. So if you're selling three products, they're probably great. And you may make sales with those three. But just think of how many products and how many shops are on Etsy. So the chance of, you know, the chances of a, a large audience finding those three products to make you a lot of money are, well, a little, they're slim as opposed to you selling 103 products, right? That's a hundred more chances of finding the right audience for your products and for your shop, right? It's just throwing more, more um, bait into the water right? You just want to have, give people as many options as possible. So you don't have to have a lot of products to, you know, to make sales, but you just never know what product it's going to sell. Uh, it's going to sell. Sometimes you put something out and you think that's going to be your bestseller. And it turns out that something totally different winds up bringing in the majority of your revenue. So you just don't know what people are going to really love. So give, give yourself more chances to succeed and make sales. All right. Number six is ignoring Etsy policy. Etsy has policies regarding the types of things you can sell and what you can put in your listings. So it's important to be familiar with Etsy policy so that you don't violate it and possibly have your shop shut down. If you put a lot of work into your Etsy shop, it'll be a shame to have it shut down because of misunderstanding or something you just weren't aware of. So make sure you familiarize yourself with all of Etsy's policies so that you can uh, remain in compliance and not have to worry about having your shop shut down, okay? And having to ask for it to be reopened. All right, number seven is 
maybe going on vacation or stepping away from the shop without letting potential customers know, or even current customers know. If you have to step away from your shop, or if you know that you won't be able to spend as much time on it as possible, you have some options. You can either put the shop on vacation mode, which I wouldn't recommend unless you're really going to be gone for a long time. If you are just taking a few days off or you just need time to kind of catch up on orders, you can adjust your shipping times, your delivery times. This way, if people are making purchases, they can see, okay, well, this is going to take maybe 10 to 14 days for me to get this. And if they are willing to wait, they can place the order. If not, they won't. But you don't want to leave your shipping times if you have it saying, you know, you deliver between one and three days. And you know that you don't have the time to make that happen because that leads to, you know, bad reviews and a poor customer experience. So just keep in mind that you can adjust your processing times. You can adjust your shipping times if you need to. And if we'd be gone for a long time, you can always put your shop in vacation mode. But I've read that there are people who have put their shop on vacation mode and then come back to really have to put in a lot more work to get their products to rank where they were prior to going on vacation mode. So I don't know if that hurts your shop in the algorithm or not, but I would only do that if I knew I really had to be gone for, you know, a significant amount of time. Okay. So keep your shipping and delivery times in mind. Number eight is ignoring negative feedback or negative reviews. If you have a negative review on your shop, it's discouraging. Um, If you didn't do anything wrong, it can make you angry and frustrated, totally understandable. What I would suggest you do is give yourself, if you're upset about it, don't respond right away. Give yourself time to cool down and kind of think about it and then respond in a way that will let your other customers know how professional you are and how you're doing everything possible to try to rectify the situation. So even if it wasn't your fault, you want to make sure you leave a response that apologizes and explains either how you tried to fix the situation and, you know, you're sorry that the customer, you know, wasn't, wasn't completely happy and just let it be an example of how well you handle, you know, uh, difficult situations. It will just make you look even, even more professional. So don't ignore the negative comments. Um, Don't lash out. Don't let them know how angry you are. Just try to rectify the situation, respond, letting others see how you handle it. And it can benefit you, even though it's a, it's a negative review, you know, one or two stars. When they see that you handled it like a pro, they'll realize maybe it wasn't your fault, but you were still professional about it. So it can end up helping you in the long run. All right. Number nine is not trying to market products off of Etsy. So yes, Etsy will, you know, help bring traffic to your shop. A lot of people that come to the website and they do, you know, push products to, you know, potential customers so they can see your shop and your items. So they will help you get eyeballs on your shop, no doubt. But what you should also do is try to market your products on other platforms. If you have a social media presence, share them on social media. If you have a, an email list, 
share them to your email list. You can create product guides and, you know, suggest to people here, these are great Mother's Day gifts. So here are great um, uh, gift ideas for your next Halloween party or whatever it is. And share your products in other places. You may even want to set up a social media platform just for your Etsy shop. You can possibly set up a Facebook account and maybe, you know, contact uh, admins for different Facebook groups that are related to your niche and ask if it's okay to share your product listings and, you know, possibly find, uh, you know, a really good way to market to your niche in a Facebook group. So if you sell, you know, coffee mugs or if your niche is coffee lovers, maybe go on Facebook and look for a Facebook group for coffee lovers or people who love different types of mugs and possibly, you know, create a graphic in Canva or something like that and just share a link to your product, to your Etsy shop. So do what you can to try to spread the word off of the Etsy platform. So let Etsy help you, but then also help yourself to try to bring in new customers to the, to your shop. And then the last thing is leaving attributes blank. So in the listing, Etsy will ask you certain attributes about your listing. And so if you have, if you're selling t-shirts, they'll ask, is it short sleeve, sleeveless? Um, Is it, you know, are the, the, sorry, the colors or the patterns on the shirt? Is it striped? Is it plaid? Is it solid color? Things like that, you know, is a crew neck, V-neck, whatever. Make sure you complete those. Don't leave those blank because all of those terms will go into um, your overall description for your product. So if someone goes in and they want a short sleeve uh, t-shirt for coffee lovers, you don't have to put short sleeve in your description or in your tags or in the title. If you put it in the attributes, you don't have to say it's a V-neck if you put it in the attributes. So don't waste tags saying, okay, this is short sleeve or this is a V-neck. Use the tags for other keywords and just complete the attributes so that people who are looking for a V-neck shirt, they'll already know it's a V-neck because you've designated it as a V-neck shirt in the attributes. So I know if you're listing a lot of products at one time, it can be time consuming to go through and complete that for each product, but it's worth it because it'll save you tags and you can use those tags for other keywords, okay? So that's it. So those are the top 10 mistakes that Etsy sellers make. I'm sure there are others. If you can think of others, I'd be happy to add them in the show notes. Just, you know, contact me, uh, www.passiveincomegroup360.com forward slash podcast. That's where you can find notes from other shows. And if I mention other products or tools or resources, you'll find everything on that page. And again, if you want to see a list of different tips that'll help you get more traffic and more sales in your Etsy shop, I'll leave a link to that article also in the show notes. Okay. And other, and there are other resources regarding uh, Etsy sales and uh, starting and growing an Etsy business. So just check out the blog in general, if you need more information. Okay. That's going to do it for me. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, peace. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please subscribe and look in the description for a link to join fellow listeners online.
Until next time, peace.